Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I am a, I'm your host, Pete Castanis, and this is episode six. And this show will be brought to you by Marathon Chocolate Candy Bar. I do everything fast. Marathon John, you can't eat a marathon candy bar fast, quick Claude. It lasts a good long time. I show you milk chocolate, delicious caramel, and chewy. Told you, nobody eats a marathon bar quick. Claude, marathon lasts a good long time. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. And we are back. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the, the commercial. Uh, it's It was Marathon Bar. Always did that all the time when I was a kid. It was one of my favorite uh, candy bars. Anyway, today we'll be talking about a, a few things. Uh, first off, uh, yesterday I posted a, a TV guide uh, from the Chicago Daily News and it was celebrating the 50th anniversary of the gothic soap opera Dark Shadows that ended on April 2nd, 1971. And uh, once when I posted that, it just it was, a lot of people saw it and they remember watching the show when they came home from school. It was it aired on I believe at first three o'clock in the afternoon. On Channel 7, it was uh, the station was called WBKB, and then in around October 1968, it changed from WLS TV on Channel 7. Uh, I never watched a show when it aired because I was very young, and the show started from June 27, 1966, and the first memory of of seeing the show. Well, actually the first memory was about the show was the television commercial for the Barnabas Collins, uh, board game, which was based on the character on the soap opera that was portrayed by Jonathan Frid. And I was living in South shore neighborhood at the time. And I saw the commercial on TV uh, for the first time, and when I saw Barnabas Collins bare his fangs at a woman, uh, that that put me over the edge. I was it disturbed me so much I couldn't sleep for about maybe two or three days, and that was my first exposure about Dark Shadows was that commercial. And then uh, later on, I, I I caught the end credits of the show, and, and that's what I remember. And I remember the music; it was eerie; it would scare you. Uh, so later on, when I got older and I moved away, uh, the show was started going to syndication. I think it started about seventy four, seventy five, seventy six, and it started airing on WFLD TV channel thirty two around 75 
And that was the first time I saw the show. And they only aired the episodes featuring Barnabas Collins. Only, uh, I don't know if it's, yeah, it's probably the black and white, and then it converted to color. And uh, it was a great lineup at the time when I watched the show. There was also The Honeymooners and Night Gallery. And Dark Shadows aired at 11 o'clock. And once I started watching it, I was hooked. I loved it. I still do. My brother watched it with me, and he loved the sh- he loved the show. And then it uh, aired for quite a while, and I think it stopped mm, probably when the episode went into color. That's what I've been told or what I heard. And uh, a lot of people were disappointed. And I remember watching when I was waiting for the next episode. There was an announcement that said that Dark Shadows will not be airing anymore on Channel 32, which was, a lot of people were disappointed, and so was I. So uh, the next time I started watching it was in 1992, when the Sci-Fi Channel started airing, and they had the reruns of science fiction, horrors, horror uh, shows, and movies, and uh, it was a pretty good channel. I didn't get the sci-fi channel right away. Uh, I started uh, watching the show on that in around 1990, 1990, 1995, when I moved. And once I heard, I started uh, recording on my VCR. Started recording the episodes. And uh, it was right about the time where Victoria Winters uh, entered in the past. And first met Barnabas Collins. And he was not a vampire. He was just an ordinary guy. And I was waiting for the scary stuff to happen, but it really didn't. So I just recorded every day. I I believe it aired two two episodes in the morning, uh, Monday through Friday. And that ended about maybe the late 90s. Uh, They stopped airing it. So... Around 1989 and 1990, uh, Dark Shadows was released on video, on VHS. And I remember seeing a segment on Entertainment Tonight where Jonathan Frid was signing autographs and promoting it, which was cool to see. And uh, so they stopped airing the show, like I said before, in the late 1990s on the Sci-Fi Channel. And uh, I don't think it was syndicated after so later on, the show was released on DVD. So I started buying them. And now I have the whole collection. I have all all the episodes, the special features. Uh, I do have a few VH, VH, VHS tapes of special features. Like they had the original commercials for certain episodes. So uh, I have the DVD now. Uh they just re-released it uh, when the movie came out. I think it was 2014 with uh, Johnny Depp as Barnabas Collins. I saw the movie. It, it was like a parody. It wasn't like the like the, the soap opera because it, it took it's it was kind of weird. I mean, he played it very well, Johnny Depp. That is, and uh, there was a few cast members from the original soap that made cameos, and that was Jonathan Thread's last acting role. And then he died uh, not too not too long after that. 
So uh, I haven't had a chance to watch the show on DVD. Uh, I've watched other stuff, so I will resume. Start at the beginning. And uh, from the history of the show, uh, the uh, Barnabas Collins was not there the first time. First, it was kind of gothic. It was kind of dull, but it caught your interest. And he was not the first set su- supernatural being there. Uh, the first one was a ghost. And then uh, the second one was the phoenix. And that was... Uh, it was portrayed by Diana Millay, and she died earlier this year. And she was, like I said, the first supernatural uh, being. And that storyline was very interesting. Very, inter- I like that one. And then once she died, Barnab- uh, Barnabas Collins came, and he was released from his coffin. And that was a high point of that episode. I always, I never get tired of watching that episode when he was released, and he would grab Willie Loomis by the neck. And you know what was coming. So, uh, yeah, that show is very still popular to this day. They have conventions. Uh, I don't know if they had one last year because of the pandemic. Hopefully they'll continue. Uh, Not many cast members are alive, but they still continue to appear. And, And the fans are there as well. Okay. So let's uh, talk about something else. Uh, I posted Another thing the other day, and it was about Dutch Mill, the Dutch Mill Candy Company. And it, it, the post was a store display of a box of candy, but the candy was made out of wax. And I remember seeing that when I was a kid, uh, when they have displays at stores, and they weren't real. They looked real. I mean, to a kid, it looked real. So um, I'm glad I found that. That was interesting. I remember Dutch Mills vaguely. Uh, according to a website, it was, it was established in 1927 and it was first located at, uh, Diversity Parkway in Chicago, about east of Western Avenue. And, uh, so after that, it, it expanded to other locations and there was one located about one door down from the State Lake Theater on State Street in Chicago. And, uh, I don't remember any of those in my neighborhood, in the neighborhoods that I grew up with. Uh, They also did not sell candies. They also had ice cream. And uh, I had a menu here, and they had made uh, ice cream sodas, sundaes, uh, with ice ice cream, or you have a banana split. That sounds wonderful. And uh, so, yeah, a lot of people remembered it. Uh, There was... And there was another candy store that was called Demet's Candies, and that was owned by, uh, I forget his first name, George, I think. And he was a Greek immigrant, and he opened his first one in Maloof, probably in the early 20th century, and they were around for a while. And my favorite candies of all time would be turtles and anything mint on it, which, by the way, uh, Fannie Mae is still in business and the, like I said before, the, my favorite candies from there, from there also was tur, uh, turtles and mint, mint mellowlays. Oh, with the mint cover and chocolate, I love them. You can eat a box full. So Dutch Mills, uh, Dutch Mill candy, excuse me, uh, went out of business probably in the mid eighties. Uh, but uh, there's still collectibles on eBay, like boxes, uh, Valentine Day boxes, heart shaped boxes and uh it's an interesting company 
It was, and uh, there was another. Also, there was another candy company called Andy's Candies. I'm sure that was from another, uh, from a founded by another Greek immigrant. Uh, those are still around, but not the stores, but the actual candies, which they specialize selling mints, and uh, I still love those. And another one I remember was Dove Candies, uh, like another Greek immigrant that owned it, and that was located at 60th Street and South Pulaski. And they expanded to Oakland. I don't know about other places. And I remember they invented the Dove Bar. And it was like uh, dipped in chocolate with vanilla ice cream. Oh, I still love that. I still see that uh, at stores. I tried a couple of times. It was not the same previously, but uh, a lot of people remember the store. And it was wonderful. Okay. So uh, another thing I want to mention is uh, last night I received an email uh, from a person named Gary Colabuono. I hope I pronounced his name right. And he was the owner of Moondog Comics. And he was interviewed by Dave Plyer on WGN Radio. And uh, he sent me a message and told me that he mentioned my uh, podcast and my blog, which I was, I'm very appreciative, Gary. Thank you. I'll send you a message to thank you. And he was talking about comic book stores. And I still visit almost every week you know, buy a couple of things. And he says they're a dying breed because everything's digital, but it's not, it's not the same reading on your phone or in your tablet. I want an actual pot. I, I want it physically. I want to hold it. So I can read. it's more fun reading that. And, uh, I'm still a comic book collector. Um, my favorite character is Wonder Woman. And my second one is Batman. I love Superman, too. Uh, my favorite Marvel character is Spider-Man, but uh, I'm not big. I'm not a big Marvel fan. I like I like the I like the comic books, but I'm a D- DC Comics fan. I always have, and I still have a collection. And uh, so uh, Gary from Moondog Comics mentioned mentioned my name. He has a podcast now and a website. So and I for me, I have a Facebook page called Moondog uh, Comic Land. And uh, one day Gary noticed it and uh, sent me an email and he said, please post some stuff. I'll send you some things you can post from my personal uh, collection and just tag my name. And I've been doing that ever since. I don't update much on the page, uh, maybe once a week. I just find a particular comic that had a debut of a, of a, of a popular comic book character or a villain or there was an anniversary coming up, which, by the way, uh, this year will be Wonder Woman's 80th anniversary. And they're celebrating it big with the new movie released uh, that's on DVD now, which I watched a couple of days, a couple of nights ago. I love the movie, but uh, when I, I have to rewatch it again because that's how you get hooked on it and you enjoy it more. I seen the first one in 2017 in the theater and I loved it. Uh, I didn't see it in the theater because it, w- it couldn't be released. It was delayed for a long time. And finally, it, deb- it debuted on HBO Max, I think, on, and you could stream it. So it's on DVD right now. And hopefully it'll be re-released in the theater. I would love to watch it in the theater. There's nothing. There's no comparison to watching it at home. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we talk about. Oh, uh about when I would talk, uh, I talked about Dark Shadows earlier, and uh, after I 
I mentioned when I saw Barnabas Collins for the first time in that TV commercial, uh, vampires always scared me when I was a little kid. When we moved to Roseland in uh, in the early 70s, uh, there was a theater called the Roseland Theater. It was located uh, about 114th in Michigan, maybe 113th place. And my mom and I and my brothers, we used to walk on Michigan Avenue, go to the Roseland Plaza, and they had a uh, they had the uh, uh, National Food Store and the Coven Drugs. So when we passed by the Roseland Theater before we arrived there, uh, there was a poster, and it was a movie called Count Yorga, and it was released in 1970. And he had like a big head with big fangs. Oh, it scared me to death. I didn't. I tried. I tried to avoid it. It was frightening. Another thing I mentioned about um, scary stuff when I was little is that when we lived in South Shore, there there was a a a skeleton hanging from another apartment across the hall. And when I saw it for the first time, oh, I was scared out of my wits, and I ran and I ran inside and cried. And I told my mom, I don't want to go out because he's there. I thought it was a real person. She told me it wasn't, but uh, it was during Halloween. And hopefully uh, my mom didn't go out with me because I was too scared to see it. So my father babysat for me or she could call somebody to watch over me so she could do her errands. And luckily that thing came down on November 1st and I was okay. You don't forget something like that. Not at all. And uh, the other thing that scared me is there was a Walgreens on the corner of 75th Street and Exchange, and they had the Halloween masks displayed. And when I saw those, oh, I hated that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Halloween. I never I never am. The only thing I like is watching scary movies, old scary movies from Universal. When Creature Features was on, on channel, WGN Channel 9 on Saturday nights. That was that. That too was scary as well. So it's for a kid. But now, uh, people still miss the show. I've written a story on my blog, and I compiled a video of all the TV ads, and uh, people people loved it. Uh, they still miss the show. Uh, they celebrate the 50th anniversary last September, but uh, WGN didn't do anything. No heart. That's okay. So that's the reason why I wrote the story on the blog, and uh, it was a special anniversary for everyone. They remembered watching the show. They they had the blanket over their heads. They grabbed the pillows, and they closed their eyes. But that creepy music, when it started, well, actually, it started when there was a coffin opening, and then they start playing the music, which was, uh, the song was Experiment in Terror by Henry Mancini. And that was based on a movie from 1962 called "In the Say Title," and it uh, so Creature Features aired until 1976, I think. And uh, the last, uh, the first broadcast of the show was uh, the 1931 movie Dracula, and the second feature was the She Wolf of London in 1941, starring June Lockhart. So uh, then. It, Creature Features ended, and it, the last movie that aired was, of course, the first movie. It was Dracula in 1931, starring Bela Lugosi. 
And uh, people still miss the show. They they tell me they used to have John's frozen pizza. They would have or order a pizza out and and some soda pop, and they just watch the movie. That's a beautiful Chicago memory. Beautiful. Okay, so uh, if you want to uh, uh, for Moondog Comics uh, that. Uh, Gary Colabono was at, uh, interviewed by Dave Player on WGN last night. I listened to this morning, and he mentioned my name and the blog and the podcast. Thank you, Larry. Thank you again, Gary, for the plug. <laughs> so uh, that's a nice. So uh, so that'd be it for today's episode, and this is episode six. Uh, I will be back perhaps tomorrow if I have time. If not, then an- another day. So this is Pete Castanez signing off for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast, and I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you very much, everybody, and take care. Uh-huh.